Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I've always said, and it's my, my own personal philosophy, it's cute, it's sexy to play Golden State Warriors football in September and October when the weather's good, but the teams that are playing in January and into February are teams that play tough defense and teams that are able to run the ball. And so you got to be able to do those things. The sun is out and I am not in the mood. Just like, what a joke. Well, the good news is, if this is actually how this guy is going to run his team, it's Tennessee that he's running. Ran Carthon is the new general manager of the Titans. And just like, where to begin? Another, another important football football voice with how run and stop the run. I saw so many reactions to this yesterday on Twitter. This is from like at least yesterday, and like one is, does he know that Golden State has like won a bunch of championships? Does he know that that's maybe not the the comp he wants to condescend to? Does he know what Kansas City's offense is? Does he know that Kansas City just won the Super Bowl? Like who does he think win wins the Super Bowl? Tennessee, like. Just well, they're still out there, folks. The, the run and stop the run is still out there in the sport. Condescend to the Warriors and the Chiefs and the Bills, I guess. Like it is not hard at all to take thirty seconds to look up whether your point that running teams are winning actually holds water. Like you would not want to say that at a press conference. In a world where people have the internet, <laughs> you just like, oh, what a dark day for uh, for their fans, I guess. Or maybe they eat it up. Football fans still tend to love that kind of stuff. Just don't mean it. If you're Tennessee, one more thing. I don't want to go all day. This It's a nice day and I'm just not in the mood. But if you're Tennessee, what is actually your course of action here with your team? Like at wide receiver, they are Traylon Burks. That's it. At on offense, they're Derrick Henry, and they've long been Derrick Henry. So, I guess this is sort of my opposite point. You, you don't want the, I, I guess again, the Tennessee Titans general manager talking about how you need to throw to win, even if it's true. Because okay, GM ran is his name. What is the uh, plan then? Because they're really we're really light. I don't know who their quarterback is going to be after Burks. I just don't know. I'm excited about the tight end Okonkwo. But Tennessee is not exactly loaded at the skills. All right, enough about them. Us, running back, what do you want? I know a lot about what I don't want. I don't want a high draft pick use. I don't want a big free agent contract. 
I don't want Naheem Hines, you know, on the roster, no offense to the guy, huge moment coming off the Hamlin scare. Um, I, I, I know what I don't want, but I don't want, but I don't know what it is that I do want for the Bills at running back. I really don't want that much more James Cook. I mean, just body type, I don't really feel like I need to sort of lean, I don't want to lean on him. Maybe it's fine to ask 50% more or thereabouts in terms of usage from Cook and figure out the rest. You know, there's going to be another person in that backfield if you do that. And then the question, my question then is, who is that? Or what kind of player is that? Or where do I get him? I guess that's fine. I don't need to limit Cook. He wasn't bad or anything, but I just don't and never have liked the idea of considering him any kind of a workhorse player because I just don't think that's really who he is. 803-0550 for your calls. Here is Jay on WGR. Hi, Jay. Hey, Mike. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah, I just I completely agree with you, man. I don't know if I'm a little too flippant when it comes to the offseason. I kind of told your uh, screener that as well. I'll, I'll tune out a little bit and then certainly you know tune back in when the draft comes up. But, I, yeah, like I said, I couldn't agree more. I would definitely not want to spend a high draft pick or anything like that on it. I almost feel like you could kind of basically go through the offseason in the training camp and you know wait for a guy to make a splash like the Mike Gillisley Mike excuse me, or Christian Wade of the world and have him back up cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thanks, Jay. Interesting name, Gillisley. Yet another example of this. The Bills drafted Carlos Williams. Not with the first round. I think it might have been the fourth round, but and he scored a bunch of touchdowns. You're always seeing it. You're always seeing examples of running backs who were not high picks or big signings ending up playing important roles and doing fine. So um, I'm with you for the most part, Jay, at least in like concept. I, I, I think... You can't. What I guess I'm trying to find out names here and figure out more specifics. But like, if the the Bills are not going to just sit there and look around when it gets to be July or August and see what they have, they're going to have some sort of a plan here. More specifically, what they've done with like Duke Johnson um, and other players. Breida Breida is a good example of this. Two or three years ago, whenever that was, where you sign like a a veteran minimum guy to come in, he's depth. You know, he's somebody that you have in the fold, and depending on how the draft goes or what happens to your other, you know, plans, you've got that. You've got that player. So that's that's okay. And Brita did get some somewhat of a turn. TJ Eldon, another name like this. Um, Johnson really didn't, but there probably will be some player, or even two like that. Here's Brian next. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, Mike. So I would say that the draft is kind of frames this because you've only got six picks. And if you've got to rebuild the interior offensive line, you've got, we all want to see a receiver. We have no backup tight end real realistically. You might have needs at defensive tackle and or linebacker. And, and definitely you'll have one at safety. I just don't know that six picks really goes that far without trading back. And, you know, you talked about my original point was going to be something about Hines, but if, if you're not excited about Hines, then, I would say then you're going to look for a low-end sort of free agent. My fear there is that you get right back into this when Gore was here and Singletary was a rookie, and now you're playing the slow veteran, and he's ineffective, but he won't get out of the way, similar to how Singletary would not yield to Cook. Even though Cook 
seem to be more explosive mm-hmm. of a player. What I don't want to have happen is you sign Samaj P. Ryan, and then he becomes your primary, and Cook is still in this timeshare role where he pops five to six carries a game. It seems to me that he needs to be your primary, and if you have to have a change of pace back, then it's a low-end free agent to me or an undrafted uh, rookie. It would be somebody like a bigger body. Would you do? Would you care about that? Somebody who's different than Cook in terms of size and style. I mean, yeah, I, I think the Bills' history has shown that under this coach, you have Chris Ivory, Mike Tolbert, you have Frank Gore. They they tend to like that kind of steady sort of runner that kind of plows forward, especially on our short yardage as well. They kind of go into that mindset. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't really mind if you got somebody who's a little bit bigger than Cook but you don't take a complete drop-off on speed. My fear is you sign guys who are 28, 29, and they're kind of just toward the end. Kenyon Drake, people like that. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting name, too. Um, good. What would be – thanks, Brian. What would be, like, their best case scenario would be, like, somebody to go with Cook, as we're talking about here, you and I, and Jay, the previous caller, just, like, not anybody famous – Somebody that's pretty affordable and veteran, you know that kind of that kind of player. That I think is Singletary. I want to say that again, but okay. So, or a little older than Singletary, actually. Okay, and then if you you set out to put James Cook in a bigger role, you're giving yourself the potential for like the the draft pick. Not that again, like this is a certain importance to this or relative lack of importance to this but for the draft pick to come off looking good like you're it, do, it doesn't have to matter <laughs> I, I don't want to say that every single time but it's just part of the mix for me is like if you think about how it would seem if they didn't give cook more of a role than last year he had 6.4 touches per game imagine if it went down then we'd be talking about the draft pick you know, for years, actually. It wasn't a first-round pick or a high pick, but that's just kind of how you look at it. When you're evaluating Brandon Bean and the front office, like, well, you, that's what everybody's doing right now, looking back at their drafts and finding out, trying to find out what are we good at, what are we less good at, what are the, what have been a, what's been a problem, all that kind of stuff. So it's just to say, which is maybe self-evident, the Bills should want Cook, to do more because they drafted him like somebody who should, some like a player that would be important on their team. And six six touches a week is not that important. So that's probably where we're headed, but there will be somebody to go with him. Also, I found out today that James Cook's middle name is Dalvin, which is kind of funny because his brother's name is Dalvin. So I had to I had to go look at Dalvin Cook's page and his middle name is James. Ever heard of that one? James Cook, Dalvin Cook, the two brothers, they have each other's name as their middle name. Okay. I mean, it's not like you can't do that. Mark is next. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So I don't know exactly the move I'd want, but I think what I want is minimal investment in the position. I think that the issue of the running game has been more of the offensive line in the last few years, and I'd rather any investment we have go towards fixing the line, which I think also is going to help the passing game, which is why I'd want to be doing more of anyway. So I think there's a lot of running backs in the free agent class. There's going to be more guys than jobs available. I'd rather wait out the first wave of free agency. Not every guy is going to have a landing spot and then go bargain bin hunting after the draft for somebody like a 
Latavius Murray, maybe a Deontay Foreman, someone who gives you a little bit of a change of pace, maybe he was a little bigger, you can get mm-hmm. for, say, $2 million or less, and then use any you know, draft capital or money you would spend in the offensive line on a guard, like maybe a Ben Powers or somebody in the draft. So that's what I want, but I just want minimal investment because I think that fixing the line is going to be more for the running game than most of the just sort of middle-tier backs that are out there. Right on. Good. I agree. I agree. Thanks, Mark. The spot track running back free agent list is really fun. I mean, you've put a couple names up that are interesting, kind of fun names. Latavius Murray, Deontay Foreman. Murray's been around a long time from the Syracuse area, by the way. And Foreman did a nice job for Carolina. Our guest yesterday from Carolina, Steve Reed, I think he mentioned it, like 900 rushing yards. I don't know that number, but could it have been that many? Anyway, like Foreman did a nice job for Carolina after the McCaffrey trade, and he did that off an Achilles tear. This is a few years ago now for Foreman, but they, they always tell you how no running back ever makes it all the way back from an Achilles tear. And so you have Foreman, you have Cam Akers, couple of guys in the league right now are trying to do that. Foreman did pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, it's a fun list, especially like if you're deep into fantasy like I am, you just have these guys that, you know, your team is kind of roughed up, your running backs are hurt, and you need somebody for a given week. So, like, there's Dearness Johnson. And two years ago, there were there was a game where in Cleveland, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were both injured. I think it was the night game against the Raiders. And so it was a Dearness Johnson game, and like nobody ever really knew who he was, most people, but then suddenly in fantasy, okay, I need to get him and I need to start him because I'm hurting too. And there are lots of, Foreman is kind of like that, Murray is kind of like that. There are lots of names on that list like that. And when you, like the default ranking on Track is by last year's money. So it's Barkley and Jacobs and Kareem Hunt and guys like Miles Sanders, like they're sort of Rashad Penny. They're prominent up there. You go way down before you get to Montgomery of Chicago and Singletary. And it's just funny, like, how they end up being ranked like that. But you could, you know, sort it different ways. But Dearness Johnson is somebody, I think he's 27 for the Browns. And this year, like, Chubb almost never left the field. And Kareem Hunt wasn't even good, but there was never a, a spot for Johnson. Just, like, every team, it seems, has somebody like that where when you've seen them – They've been good. Gillisley was this for the Bills. A caller mentioned him. You, when you see them, they've been good. There, it's more a product of the system, the offense, and that's really why this the basic reason why you don't want to spend up at that position because you really don't need to. We go to Brenton next. Hi, Brenton. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to jump on with the other guys. Unfortunately, I don't. I can't disagree with either, with any of the guys that called in or or you when it comes to bringing in a bigger back, um, something like a James Conner type, um, you know, someone that's coming off that first rookie year contract. There were some questions there about health, and I think Arizona nailed them for one year, a million dollars. We That's something that, that Bean should definitely be looking towards. Is he up, Conner? I think he's got one more season left on his current contract because he signed for three years okay. uh, the year before. So, um, I mean, I, James Conner's that running style would I think would complement the Bills so well. Okay, thanks, Brenton. Um, I like the player. I don't think he's available here. New coach there. We'll see. One thing about Conner, which was a surprise largely because he 
you know, he had injury troubles with the Steelers. He, he had a fumbling thing, too, if I remember right. Like, he was in and out for Pittsburgh there toward the end. But he was on the field all the time last year for Arizona. Like, the, he's one of the rare, last year anyway, was one of the rare remaining players in the NFL at running back who his team never replaced him. And he got plenty of pass work, too. It's funny that it would be Connor, like a guy who's been around and was less durable. But that's another important point that you think, don't think you can predict the injury stuff. Like that really is just a waste of time and can lead you in, down the wrong path. Connor is somebody that maybe teams avoided because he wasn't durable enough with the Steelers, but then with Arizona, especially this year, I mean, he was very, very solid. So um, you never know with that stuff. All right, Sal coming up at four. We'll talk more about the running backs and the possibilities for the Bills then. At 5, Mike Renner, PFF. Thinking a lot of draft today. 6 o'clock, Chris Trapasso with the same topics in mind. In between them, Paul Hamilton at 5.30 on the Sabres. Last night's loss, the new addition, Stillman, who did media today. And get, trying to get back up into a spot here without Tuck, now without Darlene, and after a very rough loss at home to the league's worst team, Columbus. This is Mike Shope. Bulldog is off. Thanks for listening to WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 